And welcome again to the 10 Minute Life Coach. This was a once top five ranking iTunes podcast in self help, and hopefully, we'll be high ranking again. We thank you so much for joining us back on the journey after a four and a half year hiatus that had to happen to get us where we are today. And that's a part of the lesson today we'll get to in a minute. You can listen to this podcast, which is about 15 minutes or so every single time, but the first 10 minutes is taken up with the lesson, and then we do our salesy, pitchy stuff on the back end. So we thank you for listening to the bulk of it because we see the numbers of a lot of people listening to the bulk on the front end. And if you don't want the back end, well, we're going to keep doing what we can to provide this thing and provide it as sponsor-free and as uh, commercial-free as possible. Now, today's topic is on survivor bias or survival bias. Let me start with the definition of that. The survivor Survivorship bias is the logical error of concentrating concentrating on the people or things that survived some process and inadvertently overlooking those that did not because of their lack of visibility. This can lead to false conclusions in several different ways. The best example I have is from World War II and the bombers that were being run across Europe from America. The American generals wanted some way to save more pilots. The pilots of the bombers were basically known as ghosts because you didn't necessarily know if they were coming back. A lot of pilots at the beginning of the war, especially the first war, World War I, uh, weren't coming back because of a bomber was a very dangerous situation, being up in the open and being a, essentially a wide-open, easy target for things in the air and things in the ground. Now, what the generals were wanting to do were to study the planes that were coming back from missions, looking at all the spots where they were shot up, all the places where they had damage. Uh, the, they found that most of the damage was around the hull and around the gunner turret and around specific areas. And they wanted to reinforce those areas with armor and plating so that they would survive more battles. Now, a mathematician came out and told them that was the wrong thing to do, and that's where survival bias comes into place. The generals were looking at all the places where the planes had been hit, all the places where the planes were punched, all the places where the planes were damaged, but at all the places the planes were hit, punched, and damaged from the planes that actually returned. What they weren't paying attention to were the places where the planes that had returned received little damage because the places where they received little damage were probably the places where the planes that did not return received more damage and where the actual vulnerabilities lie. The places where the planes were the most beat up that you saw were the places where damage could be sustained and withheld much better as opposed to places which were untouched because if they had been touched, would probably had caused serious errors and serious problems for those planes. Instead of reinforcing the planes, places that were heavily damaged, they reinforced the places that seen little damage because in those runs, it seemed like that was where the vulnerabilities lies. One punch to one spot would take a plane out as opposed to multiple punches to the spots that they saw were damaged were obviously uh, able to withstand. That's something that we see in my world in personal development, the personal development side of my world, where you see a person, a figure, who has risen to a top of the industry, or any industry, actually, and you see all the things that they went through, and you say, yes, I can do that. If I do all these things that this person did, I can be just as good or better as this person. And that's where you're seeing the wrong parts of the puzzle. You're seeing all the good things that this person has done and all the things they have survived. You're not seeing, one, all the tough efforts they had to put into, all the losses, all the pain, and all the scrapes that they don't talk about. 
because they seem like they don't make good stories, but they're actually the building blocks to how they got to learn how to be better at things. You don't learn so much from being right the first time. You learn a lot more from being wrong a few times until you can figure out how to make it right, and those are the things that you have to share. They may share some bad times and bad stories and how they had to big, big dig themselves up from a bad spot, but they won't share every single piece of that because at some point it becomes just a dull story that you don't want to hear. You want to hear the good parts or how they overcame the bad parts, not just more and more bad parts. You also get the, don't get the fact that they're not the only people who've done something similar to this. They're not the only person who has tried to rise to the top, and those stories aren't heard as much because they're not there. They didn't survive the process to become the champion you're not looking for tales of losers and a scrap heap of people who haven't made it. You want to hear the one story of the one person who has prevailed and made great things happen. Now, this does get turned on its head in a bit. We do celebrate some people who don't quite make it to a top level, and we actually do that using survivorship bias as a means to make it even more powerful. Uh, one example is for the military academies. There is a award. Uh, the same award they give in NFL, oddly enough, uh, for being the very last person in the class. The very last person to graduate in a graduating class at a military academy is known as the Mr. or now Mrs. Irrelevant uh, because they went through every single thing and uh, turned out to be the lowest scoring person in the ranks, yet they still get to pin on their second lieutenant bars as an officer. In the NFL, Mr. Relevant is the very last person in the draft, and whether they make it or not big time, you know, that this all tend to be seen as they draft hundreds of players for the NFL every year, and many folks don't last out three seasons. But you celebrate that person who just barely made it, but made it after all. The Mr. Irrelevance in the service academies, oddly enough, uh, turn out to could be a lot better and a lot more important in the world of the actual military as it's working than some of the people who graduated top of their class. And a lot of that because the guys that are at the bottom of the class really, 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 really did what they could to stay in the class because they wanted a military career as opposed to a lot of the folks who aced things at the top of their classes were using that military branch as a stepping stone and weren't going to stick around very long. That's just something how it happens. Now, what you're looking for in your heroes and you want to be more like your heroes is to look at their lives and look at their paths and look at their journeys and look at them in a sense where you can break it down into a logical sense. You get wrapped up in the emotion of their story that sometimes you lose out on the logic and the bits and pieces and lose out that a lot of the things that they're playing you for is playing up the emotions and marketing, for lack of a better word. They want you to buy their program. They want you to follow their stuff. They want you to read their book. And they have to make a compelling reason for you to do this. And a lot of that comes from having the right story to be told. Telling that story hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Refining that story to get the good pieces in, the bad pieces out, and some of the bad pieces that help the good pieces work themselves in. You will hear the term, tell your story, tell your story, tell your story a lot here in personal development because that's how you draw people in to know, like, and trust you. That's just some inside uh, stuff, stuff there where it's eventually a sales job. For you to listen to this podcast, I have to sell you on the fact that I can give you a 10-minute lesson that you can actually use every week. If you don't believe that, you'll listen to it for a little bit, and then you'll stop listening. 
and then you won't listen to me at all for this podcast. You won't listen to any of my other materials. You won't buy my stuff, and I can't make a living doing podcasts and doing personal development. And if I can't do that, then I go on to sell insurance. That's the way life works out. Survivorship bias is something you have to look out for for in the people selling you what they want you to do and in yourself. You cannot use those same tactics without knowing in your head that you're pushing people towards something that they cannot do. When you're looking at the person who survived the thing and they're telling you their story, you have to remember some people didn't survive. It's not so much what that person who did survive did, which is great. A lot of it is what the people who did not survive did not do, could not do, could not accomplish. So look in the pile of failures towards finding your way to success. Look at the millions of things that did not work as important as the few things that you know will work because you can be taken down quicker with something that's not going to work, with some failing that can pop up, than supporting yourself with all the positive mantras that you can find. Survivorship bias is a real thing. It's a confusing thing in a sense, but you have to remember you can't take for granted all the things that the survivor did, the champion did to get there, because in many ways it's what the losers did or didn't do specifically to not get there, to allow that champion to get there. Many times you'll see a championship boxing match, for example, where some person will offer up a vulnerability. They'll not do something right to allow the champion to take advantage, and sometimes that's what it is. It's giving up a vulnerability you didn't think to allow you to get the win as opposed to you actually pushing out the win yourself. Survivorship bias is a real thing and something you need to remember when you're looking at how you're trying to accomplish your things because sometimes it's the pile of losers that have the key to you being a winner as opposed to the guy who's holding up the championship belt. Thank you so much for listening to the lesson today and I apologize if it got a bit rambly. I did take some notes and kind of sketch it out. But sometimes even that doesn't help the things from going a little little wonky, so that's how it's going. We are still building ourselves back up to this podcast, inch by inch, week by week, day by day, and we do record some of these ahead of time so that the schedule works out on working them together and kind of getting the feedback from the peeps who helped me get this together. And your feedback is definitely, definitely needed. And I can't tell you how important it is to hear from people, especially people who are new to the whole concept of this podcast, people who had no idea I started it four or five years ago, uh, how they appreciate what's going on or how they think some of it's a little hokey and goofy. So make sure you let me know how we can do better with this podcast by going to one of its sources. Number one, its actual website home, which is 10minutelifecoach.com. You can go to wherever you got this from. Uh, the most popular sources that we have it on is iTunes and Stitcher and Spreaker. There's a few other places that it's, it's just kind of there, but those are places that we do our most monitoring to. You can leave us a review at one of those places, either the website, leave a review on iTunes, that'd be awesome. At Stitcher, that'd be great, as well as Spreaker and anywhere else where you see it, because wherever it is, someone else can find it there as well. You telling us how well we're doing or how not well we're doing would be a great way to uh, help us to improve things or keep them going our, so we're not dealing with our survivorship bias on our own. We're dealing with actual responses from the people out there. In the past two weeks of actual work time, some of these uh, podcasts get crammed together, so what happens happens, and a lot of this stuff will be 
passed by the time it's heard in the progress of the uh, publishing. In the past two weeks of real-time working we've been doing here in uh, with all the stuff that I'm working with, I've gotten together with some of my mentors and some of my very trusted uh, friends to eke out some of the work schedule and some of the workflow. And in the process, I have determined a long time ago that I was doing too many things, and I've done a little something to actually deal with how many things we're producing. So we're producing less stuff in the next six months definitely maybe uh by middle next year we'll have a, a a steadier platform and a bit more support coming in financial would help as well to uh push forward for a lot more things right now that's not in the cards so we're publishing a lot less things mostly to sharpen up those few things to make them better and to uh, just kind of plan out and see what's actually going to work with this. The 10 Minute Life Coach will hopefully, uh, everything's always a hopefully. The 10 Minute Life Coach will hopefully continue because it's a good therapeutic thing for me and it helps a lot of people out there. And it's not too hard to do the way we're doing it now. It's free form. We take some notes for the lessons, take a couple notes for the side things, and we keep it to under 15 minutes or so, uh, when we're at, even as we're at the 13 minute mark now. So I'll be wrapping up pretty quickly on this one, basically on these notes. But we'll keep doing a 10-Minute Life Coach. We launched another podcast called Step to Your Better You, which replaced the Project Positive podcast. Project Positive podcast made about 70 or so odd episodes. Uh, they were supposedly daily, and that made it kind of weird on its own. The Steps to Your Better You is going to be a weekly podcast, so we're not going to overburden anything. We'll see how long it goes, and we think we'll be able to use a lot of the Project Positive messages rewritten into a different tone, different voice for this Steps to Your Better You. Steps to Your Better or YourBetterYou.info is a website I've been managing uh, since uh, November of last year, and it's going pretty positive, pretty well with Steps which help you be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Not exactly creative, but that's the way we built off that one. That one also houses the remains of the Better You in 52 program, which got stalled again. Uh, supposedly, the basically my new brand for personal development is Your Better You, and that's why I'm trying to put as many things there as possible. We also started a podcast to live on the main website, jclevelandpain.net, which will we'll see how long it lasts it's basically me uh, giving a overview of what i've done for the week and what i need to do for the next week and asking the people who listen to hold me accountable and in the process we're going to build an accountability group alongside that now the 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 details on how i'm going to keep other people accountable for stuff uh, not quite worked out yet but so far for the main bulk of the start to the website there's a listing or a form at the website, jclevenpain.net, uh, which allows you to send in what you want me to keep you accountable for, and we'll figure out how we'll work that out on the back end. We plan to launch the Internet Toolbox podcast again, or the One Tool Day podcast again, because the Internet Toolbox is something that has somehow been able to maintain some life throughout the chaotic life I've had. And I'm sure I'm from getting a podcast somewhere, because somewhere I had in my mind I was doing five podcasts, but it's really just three daily podcasts, or three weekly podcasts, one that will be a daily podcast batched ahead. The one tool a day will be a daily, in a sense. This one's still weekly. Also, the Steps Your Better You will be weekly, and the accountability, obviously, a weekly podcast. I'll figure out what days will actually be published. Um, this will continue to be published on Monday, I'm sure. I think Steps Your Better You will be a Wednesday thing. Accountability will be on Friday to spread out the the just minutiae of getting everything in and out on a regular basis. 
Uh, and we're still writing as much as possible. Uh, Internet Toolbox is something that's not so much written, but we're still curating and pushing that out every single day. Um, oh, The Conversation. Yeah, The Conversation is a website and a business idea that I pushed out to build myself essentially a talk show because I couldn't get a talk show on the radio stations I was working on. Uh, turning that into a podcast may happen as well in various forms that I've tried before, but essentially The Conversation or the website this is the conversation.com has put in some brand new life and we're starting to post more things on the website and that website actually allows you to join some focus groups some survey groups to get paid money it's not a lot of money it's uh, surveys um, somewhere between 10 to 50 cents for most surveys here or there and then and then some big ones are sponsored for two to three dollars in a sense once we get some more sponsorships rolling up but we're trying to get some more life into that platform to do more things with that as well so i got rambly on that so we're doing right now four podcasts three currently hoping to launch the fourth one which would be a daily one and then probably a fifth one with the conversation in some sense or unless i can actually turn that into some revenue for our actual radio show your better you is publishing uh, responses. We're now planning on publishing some responses twice a week, including its podcast. So Tuesday and Thursday will be the days for actual content from there. My actual blog at jclevenpain.net probably won't be very active as things just kind of pop up, but the accountability podcast will live there, and we're going to try to parse down as many things as possible so that we're focused as well. Not as focused as we should have been for this rambling add-in part of the podcast, which has gone past seven and a half minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up things right now and tighten them up for the next podcast with a better explanation of how it's going to go. Not going to apologize for what I said. Just going to just kind of drop it and keep going. If you think I'm doing a pretty good job, you can go find me. Let me know. Email is easy at mailbox at jclevelandpain.net. That's the letter J. Cleveland like the city. Payne is P-A-Y-N-E dot net. The website is jclevelandpain.net where you can find out more about what we have going on as we slowly slowly but surely uh, get everything lined up into some semblance of good order so you can see it and actually understand it and the other websites that we are producing and promoting right now the internet toolbox internet to the internet toolbox.net for daily internet tips and tools for you to use new to you we like to say they are also your better you this is our current personal development website your better you.info that is there uh, the 10 Minute Life Coach at 10minutelifecoach.com and find out what people are talking about at thisistheconversation.com. I'm sure there's other things out there I worked on that I can't remember, but we're almost at 20 minutes, and that's not what we do around here. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Find me on Spreaker, find me on Stitcher, find me on iTunes. If you have a notion, leave a review, it would be great. Otherwise, just thank you so much for listening in, and hopefully, you'll listen into not only the first 10 minutes but the full whatever for next week's 10 minute life coach